for me, photography has always been about escape and it's been about just creating these worlds that are outside of real life uh, because real life can sometimes be like super boring and depressing and scary. So I'm like, I want to create the, this pocket of the universe where I'm creating my own worlds and it is like stepping away from that. So if I can make it all real in front of me or as real as possible in front of me, that is like the most satisfying thing. Welcome to the Archipelago Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Morton. Alex Stoddard is a conceptual portrait photographer living in Los Angeles, California. Born and raised in rural Georgia, he was inspired by his surroundings and rural isolation and began taking self-portraits as a teenager. Photography became a means of escape, allowing him to construct elaborate scenes and step into the role of different characters through costumes and posing. He explores concepts of fantasy and surrealism within portraiture, as well as the human form and its connection to nature. He is entirely self-taught and relies on his eye and natural instinct when creating. Alex has also just released his debut book titled Insects, in which he explores the parallels between metamorphosis in the natural world and human coming of age. Through staged, highly stylized images, Stoddard invites viewers into a colorfully dark world of budding sexuality and crawling insects. Here's my conversation with Alex Stoddard. Alex, thank you so much for speaking with us today on the podcast. Of course, yeah. I'm excited to, to talk. Yeah, listen, uh, I, I always, always start my, my podcast interviews with just having the guest tell us a little bit about themselves and really how, well, I guess how your journey in photography began. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I am uh, 28 years old and I live in um, the suburbs of Los Angeles now. Uh, but I grew up in rural Georgia and uh, I found photography when I was a teenager in high school. And um, it was something that I kind of found a little bit online and then also just kind of experimented a little bit <clears throat> um, on my own. And I feel like I'm so millennial because uh, I literally started because I wanted some cool profile pictures for like MySpace and Facebook, <laughs> RIP MySpace now, but, right. um, but, uh, so I just started kind of dabbling in photography and, um, pretty early on when I was, uh, taking pictures, I started what was called a 365 project where I, uh, photographed a new picture and posted it online every day. And, uh, that was so instrumental in just kind of learning the basics of photography and then also going on to develop my own unique style and then also building a kind of base online and an audience. And it was, it was, I wouldn't say it was like an overnight success, but over the course of a year, I went from knowing nothing about photography and having no contacts to having like an audience of like hundreds of thousands of people um, viewing my work and that turned into like jobs and um, just essentially built like a foundation for a future in photography, 
which took me completely off course of everything that I had been like planning to do with my life. And I found like this passion that um, I was excited about and kind of wanted to build my future around. So that was kind of my, my start in photography. And then it's pretty much just continued in the same path. I make a lot of the same kind of work that I always did when I was um, first starting. I feel like I was very lucky to find my niche in photography, which is like conceptual, surreal portraiture and fine art and <clears throat> a lot of nature-based um, kind of like settings and a lot of self-portraiture also. That was something that was um, big when I first started and something that I still do now um, the most, I'd say. Mm-hmm. You're... You touched on a couple of things. I'll, I'll come back to there. So, one was that your a lot of your work is nature based. What what is it that draws you to to sort of integrating that into your conceptual work? So I feel like I'm definitely like a product of my environment. At least where I grew up was uh, in the forest. My my parents had this house on like three or four acres of beautiful forest land in Georgia. Um, And so I was kind of spoiled with a lot of really beautiful environments. And I don't think I realized it when I was growing up because it was just kind of our playground. We would run around in the the creeks and the forests and be outside all day. And um, my mom was always like, you can't come in until it gets dark, so you better be outside. So we spent, me and my siblings and my friends would spend all of our time outside. Um, And then when I picked up a camera, I'm like, I don't really have to go very far to find beauty. There's so much right around me. So I started to create within what was just around me and what was available to me. Um, And I always kind of say that to people who don't really know where to start with photography or if they're like stuck on ideas or um, have like a creative block. I'm like, look at what is around you and just create from that. Like, I feel like you can, you can create from anything. And Mm -hmm. I was just very lucky to have been brought up in such a beautiful place that had forests and waterfalls and Um, I continue to create in that way because it feels very, uh, not familiar necessarily, but it feels still as inspiring to me now as it did then. Mm -hmm. Um, and in my work, I feel like I go for a lot of very like timeless imagery and nature looks the same now as it did, uh, like hundreds of years ago or hopefully in the future. So, um, I feel like I want my images to be able to transcend space and time and be able to kind of take place um, anywhere or at any time period. Yeah, it's really, it's well, I mean, it's, it's incredibly powerful work. And I, I wanted to ask you something too. So you had said that early on through the work that you were doing, you started to land some, some actual photography jobs. So what type of projects do you get taken on to do um, at, like commercially? So I feel super lucky in that when someone wants to hire me, they want to give me like total creative freedom to do whatever inspires me kind of within their guidelines. They'll come to me um, and say like, oh, I want something that looks like this picture that you created or I have this project and I want to get your creative take on it. Um, And living so close to Los Angeles, I work a lot with singers and bands now. Um, and aspiring actors and uh, people who want to be in the creative industry. So uh, I'm in a great place to do that kind of creative work. Um, But even when I would get just, you know, 
normal, quote unquote, normal people coming to me who wanted to hire me for like a, a portrait session or something. Uh, it's often just kind of creating in the same vein of work that I create in my personal work. So mm-hmm. it's it's always um, exciting. It's always something different and fun. Um, I'm always I'm never I never like to create the same picture over and over. So it's always uh, experimenting and just uh, having a lot of creative freedom in the commercial work that I do. Amazing. I want to talk about a big part of what you're doing, and you've mentioned it here already, but that's self-portraiture. And you said this was something you began early on with photography, and obviously, uh, if anyone knows your work, it's it's something you continue to do. Tell us why. Well, first and foremost, I'm a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, it's, it was something that I started because... Well, early on, I wanted to experiment with photography and I was like nervous about it and kind of shy to ask anyone to model for me or, you know, be in my pictures. It's something that I was just kind of doing in secrecy. And so I was like, oh, I'll just use myself as the subject. It's like it's the easiest thing to do. Um, And then it's it's kind of evolved into something different now for me. It's almost a way of. Uh, documenting my life through my art and also I feel like the process of my self-portraits that I create now it is not it's like a two-part process it's it's being behind the camera but it's also performing in front of the camera which can be a whole other kind of field it's it's like stepping into the role of an actor sometimes and um, and bringing across those emotions and bringing across, you know, the performance that I want in the images. And I've kind of come to get as much satisfaction out of performing for the camera as I do being behind the camera and crafting the picture itself. Uh, so it's like, it's almost two different forms of art for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and it's also an added benefit that when you're taking self-portraits, uh, you don't have to organize a schedule with other people. You can kind of, you have so much freedom to do it whenever you want on your own schedule. Um, but also there's not a loss of like idea or concept when you're trying to translate the idea to someone else or the pose or right. like I so often have such a <clears throat> rigid idea of what I want the image to look like. And I'm able to achieve it so much more easily if I just step in the frame and do it myself rather than trying to explain the motivation or the pose or the whatever it is to um, another person. You know, it's it's just there's no there's no loss of idea. It's interesting. You touched on something there and because I, I want to understand a little bit about your process. Uh, your work is highly conceptual. Uh, but you, there was a word you used there, and you said rigid <laughs> uh, mm. in, in talking about your ideas or your themes. But tell us a little bit about that. Like, when you're creating this conceptual work, are you are you coming at it? And, of course, I mean, I can understand it. the answer may vary. Uh, but are you coming at it often with a very clear vision and very clear themes and concepts? How does that process work for you? So it honestly, like you said, it it depends and it varies from project to project. Sometimes I'll have a very clear idea of what I want, but usually whether I'm shooting myself or whether I'm shooting someone else, I like to leave so much room for spontaneity or for like magic to happen on set. So I, 
I almost always have an idea of like what I, I want the concept to be or what I <clears throat> am trying to say with the image. But in terms of like pose or um, lighting or, or something, um, I like to leave a little bit of room for like magic to happen on set. And I feel like it's those unplanned in-between kind of moments that often get the best picture or get the, yeah. get the, the, I don't know, that's kind of where the magic happens, but yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, I, I never really go somewhere without an idea in mind um, because then, you know, you might be wasting your time just setting something up if, and having it just be a, a kind of like empty, hollow picture if there's not a meaning behind it. But sometimes when, when I take the images into uh, Photoshop afterward and I'm kind of playing and looking at what I got, sometimes an image will come to life there and I'll see like, oh, this is the way the pose is interacting with the environment or look at the way that these lines are leading to this or maybe I can add in this element and bring in like a, a stock picture of something and kind of build an idea around that. So um yeah, it, it just totally varies. I, I, I try not to create from from too rigid of a place. Mm -hmm. uh, so Interesting. And and um, you touched on something there because, of course, your work being conceptual, there's a certain portion of this this process does happen on the computer screen, right? Like you are, you are working in a, in a conceptual way, so I, I'm certain some of that is, is happening in post. But also, too, I noticed that a lot of your work seems to be in camera. Like, if, for example, I can think of uh, your your colony image, um, um, you know, offhand, um, where you've got a model and she's got butterflies all over her. Now, that's that's in camera, right? Like, you're physically placing butterflies on her, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I try to capture everything in camera. Uh, you can look at my work and know that there's a lot of Photoshop that goes into it, but... I try to get to the image as clean and perfect in camera and then only use Photoshop as a tool to kind of further that concept. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I try to capture as much in camera, but sometimes, you know, I, I will find a place where I can add something in after the fact. Um, but there's, yeah, I get such a joy out of, for me, the photography isn't necessarily about what the final product is. It's, it's about experiencing the moment and if I can create this fantastical surreal scene while I'm shooting it's almost like being there and experiencing experiencing it in real life and that for, for me photography has always been about escape and it's been about um, just creating these worlds that are outside of real life mm -hmm. uh, because real life can sometimes be like super boring and depressing and um, scary. So yeah. I'm like, I want to create the, this pocket of the universe where I'm creating my own worlds and it is like stepping away from that. Yeah. So if I can make it all real in front of me or as real as possible in front of me, that is like the most satisfying thing. That's wonderful. Okay, so I really want to take some time to talk about uh, an amazing... I guess achievement as a photographer that you've just released your debut book yeah. called yeah called called <laughs> insects and 
in the book, um, and I'm quoting here, uh, you explore the parallels between metamorphosis in the natural world and human coming of age. Talk to us about this book because it is stunning. I want to I want to hear about it. I want to hear how this project came to life. I want just let us know what <laughs> what is insects. Tell us tell us your your version of the story. Phew. Well, it feels like I finally just had my first kid after <laughs> carrying it for about seven years. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Insects is my first book. I've been working on it for uh, upwards of seven years now. Um, and like you said, it is an exploration of metamorphosis as a metaphor for coming of age and um, emerging sexuality. And it is a, a 70 image series of conceptual pictures of people with bugs and things influenced by bugs and things influenced by change in the natural world. And um, it's, it's one of my proudest achievements, definitely, of my career so far. I feel like every artist wants to have um, an exhibition and they want to have a book. Mm -hmm. And so I, I started the series with the intention of that. I said, you know, I'm going to shoot a series for a book and that will then be exhibited um, because my work before this and still often I create in a very like one piece kind of way. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of standalone images where they aren't necessarily correlated or directly tied together. So yeah. I really wanted to challenge myself to create a body of work that was cohesive and like told a full story through, you know, multiple dozens of images. Um, so that's what, what insects is. And, um, What's particularly interesting about it is that because it took me so long to shoot, you can kind of see slight changes in, uh, in my style throughout the book. It's all still super cohesive, but at least I can because, I mean, I'm the one who created it, but I can yeah. see when I was like interested in creating in this way or with this kind of light and, um, or, you know, shooting a lot in studio versus shooting a lot out in nature. And I think that speaks to the... Uh, nature of the work itself because it is all about change and transformation so I love being able to look back and pinpoint kind of different points in my career while I was creating and kind of tie the visuals back to kind of my headspace at the time um, but the book is is out now it is a 128 page hardcover book uh, printed in um, in Berlin with a publisher called Kerber Verlag and uh, the product is, is so beautiful. Um, I couldn't be happier with, with the, um, the product of the book. And it will have its showing at an exhibition, a solo show with uh, Fahey Klein Gallery in um, June in uh, Los Angeles. So that's going to run from the end of June through the beginning of August. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited to see the work all printed large and on the walls and have the whole experience of a solo show and the reception and having everyone come through and be able to see the work in a physical space. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, there's, there's two things that are just so, so exciting as a photographer. And that one is yes, yeah, seeing your images in print in a book and then in big in an exhibition like that. So congratulations. I mean, that's tremendously exciting and it Thank must, you. yeah. I mean, it must've been, it must've been so, so challenging to, to, you know, to have something that took you so long, right? Because, I mean, you literally, you, as you said, you've been working on this for years. Um, I, I wonder, like, did you, you know, were you, were you, 
were you ever at a point where you you thought you know you, it was too much or did you you know did you know that you, this was just going to be a project it was going to take you some time to put together because that's obviously that's a long time to be working on a project so i definitely don't think i was prepared for how long it was going to take me going into it yeah. um and a lot of that was due to also just like production things like Right when the book was, I finished shooting the book in early 2019, and then, um, or was it early 20, early 2020, and then of course, right as yeah. I was about to go to pr- uh, print with it, um, you know, yeah. that thing that we don't like to talk about anymore <laughs> struck the world, right. and uh, then it, it delayed everything by by two years uh, yeah. further than that, both because of production, but then also because um, because I had worked on the series for so long, I wanted the experience of exhibiting it to be the full experience. And I didn't want like, you know, this whole thing with the restrictions and one person going to the gallery at a time and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So I was like, I've worked on this for so long that I will wait until I can have the, the full experience. Yeah. Um, but also I re- I'm really proud of the series because it took me so long to shoot it, but I can still look back at all of the images and I still love all of them and I'm still super proud of them. And I feel like people look back at their older work and are sometimes embarrassed of it and they want to hide it or scrub it from the internet. But I'm like, I, I shot this seven years ago, but I still love it. I think yeah. it is still so powerful and effective. And I think that just speaks to the quality of the work itself. Um, and it was, it was such a different experience for me because I'm so used to shooting and then posting something online like immediately afterward and getting that kind of instant gratification. But for this series, I was able to sit on it for so long and curate it and go back and revisit images and just kind of really take my time with it. And I think that it shows in the final product. That that must have been a challenge in itself. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm like, I want I want feedback right now. Like, yeah, I want comments and I want views. But I'm like, no, the the work is still it's yeah i'm super proud of it yeah well, it's 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 striking and and i mean i have to agree 100 percent. you can look at you know you can go on your website and you can look back at your your recent work but then also your your older your older work there's a, an entire gallery of your 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 previous work and it's all so cohesive it's really it's really incredible to see that uh, and it's um yeah it's, it's something special i want to ask you about your influences um you know who who or what influences you? I mean, obviously we talked about nature and, and your upbringing, but what else influences you? So I'm the kind of person who's going to give you the really annoying answer that like <laughs> there's inspiration everywhere. Like yeah. you can look over there and like, it's the way the light falls or the way that, you know, the grass is growing up there. But I mean, it is true. I feel that's, like that's because we... you're an artist and you have that vision. <laughs> I think that's a gift. That's a gift that photographers and artists have to be able to see that beauty everywhere, right? Yeah, you're like, look at that spider on that wall. Isn't that so beautiful? And yeah. your friends are like, um, no, <laughs> go <Yeah>. away. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I mean, I, I feel like we walk around and we, I mean, as artists anyway, like we collect inspiration just in our daily lives. Like I'll, I'll see something and I'll remember it or um I'll I'll make a note of it um but I mean with a more concrete answer a lot of my early influences were like other photographers um online at the time like when I started like uh there's one one photographer named uh Rosie Hardy who was on a website called Flickr and she was like the ultimate inspiration for me starting um she created con- like conceptual um self-portraits and a lot of this same kind of stuff that I was interested in early on 
And so she was a huge inspiration for me at the start. And then uh, we ended up becoming good friends. And, um, and so that was like a whole full circle moment for me, like being able to meet the person who kind of introduced me to the world of yeah. conceptual photography and then, you know, meeting her in person. Um, but nowadays, like I find, I don't like to look at too much photography. Um, I find that I look at a lot of like illustrations or paintings for inspiration and I find a lot of um, a lot of old paintings inspiring for their quality of light or the poses or um, yeah I, I look I, I try to look outside of my own field for inspiration now because um, I I looked at a lot of photography when I was coming up and now I want to search for it in other places and I think there's something to be said about revisiting like really old art and having it kind of there's a reason that it has like transcended time and is still um referenced today and is still like as uh captivating today as it was back then and i want to find those kinds of things that are like what what is it that like strikes at the human like interest in these pieces of art and why are they so um transcendent of time and in place and i try to bring that into my own work now well you know I mean, I can see that in your work. And, and I think you mentioned that early on that you want your work to have that timeless quality and, it, and it's definitely there. And I can see that, that influence of, of art in your poses, in, in the lighting and just everything about it is, is truly stunning. I wanna ask you, you know, because you do, I mean, you do a fair bit of, of self-portrait work and conceptual work, but you know, if you, you may get asked this a lot by other uh, artists, but you know what, what sort of advice would you give someone who is looking to do work in that genre? Um, good question. I mean, I do get asked this a lot, but I, my answer is always just like, find what, find what inspires you personally and what speaks to you in your own like experiences. I feel like there is a big thing of... I wouldn't say imposter syndrome, but people see what is successful and then they just copy it and replicate it without having any kind of personal attachment to it. And I feel like that shows through. Yeah. And I feel like especially nowadays when like photography is so accessible to everyone, people burn out really quickly and it's definitely a long game and it's about building a brand and a unique style that you become recognized for and more importantly that just inspires you yourself and makes it worthwhile because photography is not it's i mean most people don't get rich or like super like successful monetarily from photography so if you're not in it for the love of it and if it's not speaking to you on like a very personal level that feels <clears throat> fulfilling and passionate to you i don't see the point in doing it you know yeah no, I agree 100%. I, I was just telling someone the other day, you know, about, about the process. D you know, if, you, if you're an artist and, and you, you know, you went out and you created something and you, you loved it, that's it. You don't need anything else. I mean, you, you know, if you're able to create art because you love it, then, then that's a win. You know, everything else is, is gravy, right? Um, um, so where do you go from here? Like what, uh, you know, where do you see yourself, you know, 10 years from now? Honestly, probably in the same place that I was 10 years ago and right now. I feel like my, I mean, it's, it's all been an up, upward trajectory, but 
I, like I said, I, I create and do photography because I love it. I'm not in it for anything more. I'm not in it for like recognition or notoriety or money. Mm-hmm. I do it because it's, it's what I love. And so I, that's just kind of how I live my life is I do what I love and I do what I, I enjoy. And then whatever comes afterward is just the cherry on top. Yeah. Um, I, I've already started shooting my, my second book, my second series um, for a publication and exhibition. And I'm super excited about it. Um, and I'm just kind of riding that high of, um, of being inspired and going into a new collection and a new body of work and thinking of how I can elevate it and make it better than, than the last one. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm hoping that it doesn't take another seven years to finish <laughs> this one. Uh, because I, I mean, I don't think I have that stamina in me. But uh, no, I, t- I totally do. I'm still young. But yeah. Um, so yeah, just, just continuing to create and, um, and connect with people who are inspired by my work and whose work inspires me and um, bringing a more collaborative aspect to the body of work. I love it. Listen, Alex, it's been really great uh, getting to learn a little bit about you and a bit about your work. So I just want to thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for having me on. Wow, I can't believe half an hour already went by so quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't take much when you get into talking about photography. So uh, once again, thank you. appreciate it very much. Have a great day. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening today. If you'd like to find out more about Alex Stoddard, please check out the links in the show notes. This podcast is brought to you by Archipelago Presets, developers of innovative Lightroom presets and profiles that push the boundaries of creativity, helping you take your photography to the next level. Be sure to visit archipelagopresets.com and use the code PODCAST20 to save 20% on your next purchase. Thanks again. Until next time.